Coming up, the in-season tournament finale for your Brooklyn Nets with all of the advancement implications on the line. The Toronto Raptors do not know what is about to hit them. We break down the line, all of the schedules, and where you need to be watching as the Nets push for a bid to move on to Vegas. You are Locked On Nets, your daily Brooklyn Nets podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ah, yes, my friends, it is the Locked On Nets podcast right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team, the Brooklyn Nets, every single day. He's Doug Norrie. I'm Adam Armbrecht. We thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. We are free on all those great platforms. And, Doug, it is in-season tournament time, and it's the exact scenario that I told everybody to get hyped about. Brooklyn Nets playing meaningful basketball, a bid to go to Vegas in advance. It's all on the line, and we just need maybe a little bit of help along the way. Look, if you like basketball, the in-season tournament's been a hit. I don't know, no other way to put it. First year trying this thing out, it was unclear how it was going to play out in terms of like excitement, motivation. They did a great job with the courts. They did a great job of getting juice. I'm being serious. I mean, for the most part, like no, no, sorry, the, yeah, the layouts and the cutlers and the yeah, yeah. I, I think it's cool. I mean, okay, my point, my point. Great job being different. That's all I yes. meant. Like they were a great job being different. Like having sort of a like eye attraction to it. Um, good job, good job on the teams. These guys played more minutes in these games, no doubt about it. Like they cared, these players cared. Um, and they can, I think they continue to do it. We saw the excitement from Halliburton and company when they advanced. He's like, Hey, I never won anything. I want to win something. Like that's cool to hear from these guys. And I'm paraphrasing. And so oh, by I the just way, think, that's the same boat the Nets are in with a lot of the players on this roster, right? Of course, yep. of course. And I think the Nets, like you just said at the open, they put themselves in a position where the game matters. And yeah, it matters just like every other regular season game. And guess what? It means a little bit more too. Like they go into this Raptors game. They'll be scoreboard watching a little bit. They want to win every game anyway, but we've seen how it's been playing out just in people talking about it and people writing about it and people just sort of checking in on this stuff. The in, the in-season tournament has got juice to it for sure. No doubt about it. And let's go into this game against the Raptors. They don't control their own destiny, but we're going to be watching a couple different screens at once for a little bit here. Yeah, and listen, we talk about t- uh, Tuesday night. Tonight, when you're watching this, you're going to be seeing Raptors against the Nets. That's our game. That's what matters most. Win that game and win by a big margin. But you're also going to have the Hawks and the Cavs game because of where they are in their standings. We'll illustrate that a little bit deeper. The Knicks and the Hornets because the Knicks have a massive point differential right now and are kind of in the driver's seat. And then if you want to get really excited, the Bulls and the Celtics, because why not dream a little dream that maybe the Bulls do us a solid and get Boston out of our way? All of these games are going on simultaneously, so you're, you're you're going to be doing the both and, right? Watching the Nets game first and foremost, another regular season win, obviously, is on the line, and then just checking in and seeing if they can clear that hurdle, Doug, as we talk about specifically those point differentials and, and, and where how much the Nets need to make up here, specifically related if we assume the Knicks beat the Hornets. Yeah. Okay. So just a couple scenarios that we can run through. Um, obviously the next game we mentioned, if they, the, there are ways that Brooklyn can win their group. It's a long shot, but they can do it. Um, if they, if they win and Boston loses, they're in. All right. Because Boston owns the tiebreaker over them, but they, the Nets own the tiebreaker over Orlando, right? Cause they beat Orlando earlier. So if the Nets, Nets win, Boston loses, the Nets would win, would win the group because of the tiebreakers. Um, 
because Boston had lost another game to Orlando. Okay, right. so like, <laughs> follow me here. So in, that that's in a hilarious turn of events. They lost to Orlando, the Celtics. <laughs> well, yeah, but so that makes it interesting, right? Yeah. Now, Bulls are, or excuse me, Boston's minus twelve and a half point favorites over at our friends on Fanduel uh, yeah. over the Bulls. It looks unlikely that they will be able to pull that off. They are dealing with some injury stuff, but that team's really good no matter what. Um, so that's the one scenario. There's another scenario where they can get in, where they can win the group. By just like winning the tiebreaker over Boston or Orlando, but that's going to come down the point differential. And I don't think that's going to be able to, they're not going to be able to yeah, get that, that one. That's in, plus so. eight right now. Yeah. So those are the, so really, the if you're, if you're rooting here, you're starting by just easily rooting for, root for Chicago hard and obviously the Nets, right? That's the easiest way. We walk through the other scenarios. Uh, or did you walk all the way through the scenario of the wild card or no? Yeah, so the wild card being just one team is going to get pulled here, and obviously that comes down to point differential. So that's why, yeah. as we mentioned there, Nets being plus eight. So you go up the table here. Let's not worry about Boston in that scenario. Let's look inside the other groups. The New York Knicks right now, Milwaukee is 3-0 and inside of their group stage, and if you want to get frisky about it, you can say, well, maybe the Heat go ahead and knock off the Bucks. The only problem and why it doesn't matter there is because the Bucks have a plus 39 point differential. Yeah. So them being a 3-1 and one is a horrible scenario. You want the Bucks to win. You want them to get the group when new york plays the uh the hornets at plus 18 point differential right now if they're gonna win they're gonna win you'd ideally just say go ahead and lose but let's assume they get that victory the nets have to make up whatever that point differential is and this is where you need to throttle the nets did this when they played orlando they won by 20 that game because the point differential mattered and they had to make up what they lost against boston previously so that was a big part there Coming up here in a second will illustrate not only how hard it could be to overpass that, but also highlight Cleveland as well because they are lurking in Group A. We'll get to that here in just one second. All right, before we get to that, I'll tell you about our friends over on FanDuel. No better time to get in on the FanDuel action by getting $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. You look, we're talking about the pre the, the in-season tournament here. You're over on the money line on FanDuel, Nets, Raptors. Nets are minus 132. Put getting a $5 bet in on that minus 132. Hopefully the Nets throttle the Raptors. You don't even have to sweat it. Bam, $150 in bonus bets coming your way. Maybe you want to give it a lot of just, you know, just heavy juice because you just really want to get into it. plus 610 for the Bulls money line over the over the Celtics. Let's just have a let's have our cake and eat it too over at our friends on FanDuel. No better time to get in on the action over at FanDuel spreads player props over under so much more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get in on the action this season. FanDuel official partner of the NFL. And when you're done with that, head on over to our friends at Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made so very easy. Prize Picks took all the fun stuff of, of daily fantasy, removed the annoying stuff, and made really just one of the best products out there. All you're doing on, on Prize Picks is you are just picking uh, two to five players, and you're going more or less than the FanDuel projections. That's like points, rebounds, assists, blocks, steals. That's for NBA. If you want to like throw an NFL, you're getting, you know, passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, catches. It's all there over on Prize Picks. You can, and I said two to five players, you can combine those picks as well between different sports. You can win up to 25 times your money. They're going to reboot uh, some of these. Also, if you have a player get injured, which believe me, go out of some of the other operators out there, they are not doing the reboot policy. Likes like Prize Picks is they Prize Picks has just made a fun product. They want you to get on in the action as well. You go to prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Use the code lockdown NBA for first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. That's prizepicks.com slash lockdown NBA. Use the code lockdown NBA. You're gonna get that first deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Prize picks, 
Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. All right, so as we talk about in-season tournament, the Brooklyn Nets will be taking on the Toronto Raptors, 7.30 tonight. Go ahead over to SiriusXM and search Brooklyn Nets so you can hear all that game action as well. When last we spoke, Doug, about 17 seconds ago, we were about to get to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, this one I actually like. If you're talking about, hey, give me a matchup that we can get some help for the in-season tournament, they're playing against the Hawks. I like this one. Cleveland's point differential is only plus six, by the way, at a minimum. Even if Cleveland were to win, I don't see this being blowout central against the Hawks. Now, the Hawks can only get to two and two. Their point differential is minus nine. But at a minimum inside of these in-season tournament games, I think there's at least a sentiment of like, well, we can spoil something for another team, right? We can spoil something for a team that we believe we're going to see in the playoff picture. The only drawback here would be when it's a blowout or when the, the score is getting stretched a little bit, the losing team, the team that's out, has tend to wave the white flag while the winning team says, and now we really pour it on, right? And that's where Cleveland can make up a ton of ground here. But if I have confidence in any game that we can just straight up get the win we need, it's Atlanta taking over Cleveland in that one and just moving them off the table for us. Yeah, man, this is so so cool. Man. I love, I'd love being look, – look, it's November. This is amazing, love, by the way. We're, we're having playoff yes. scenario kind of discussions right now, right? Of course. Of course. It's great. Like, mission accomplished, NBA. They did it. Like, I I, I hate – I know this is supposed to be like a game preview, and I will touch a little bit on the game going in here, but I think this is most of it. But, uh, look, the, the whole goal here was to say, hey, in middle of November, before you hit Christmas, oh, NBA doesn't start till Christmas. And th- that's, like, wasn't a wrong – just, just sort of, you know, dig at the NBA. They figured out a way to really get excitement going here with some of these games. We're going over all these different scenarios. Yeah, you're gonna, everyone's gonna be watching these different scenarios play out 7:30 on on a, a random Tuesday evening, and that's really, really cool. I, I just, I, I know I said at the beginning and at the at the risk of just repeating myself here, I, this is just hasn't happened with the NBA. I've been covering the NBA for the last decade on a nightly basis. You get into the dog days of the NBA pretty early sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Getting getting late early, as they say. Not baseball. It's not baseball when you're in the dog days in April or whatever. But like, it's not. There's some. There's some a sloggy sort of atmosphere in the past to some of these regular season games. Guys resting on back to backs. We've seen way less of that this year. Guy, you know, some of these games not mattering a ton because it's hard to see all the way on the distance. They figured out a way to make four or five of these games really matter. Like just that's just a good job. So I don't know. I just I hate to just kind of boil over here with excitement. And it's it's not the championships, but it's something. And this was sort of the hope. Anyway, we can talk a little Raptors Nets if you want to finish that. We can no, but I'm also going to drill down some other things real quick here too. <laughs> when you talk yep. about so Toronto Raptors, by the way, for the most part, they play games pretty close. They're an eight and nine team. It's not like they're miles away, right? This is not the Charlotte Hornets. And one of my concerns just about this overall, and then we'll go to the game briefly before we get out of here, is just that when you go back and you look at, say, the the, the Charlotte Hornets, excuse me, who got back Terry Rozier but don't have ball now, like they yeah. get blown out. You don't have to go too far back to November 12th when they lost 129 to 107 to the New York Knicks. Like, so their blowout ability is as high as possible in this game. That's my not having LaMelo reality. Yeah. Not having LaMelo stinks. If you're rooting for the, for the, for the Hornets. So that's the hard one there. And then from a Brooklyn Nets perspective inside this game, Toronto. Yes. We believe we can go out and beat them, but I just mentioned it there. Toronto hasn't, you know, they've been beaten up on by, by some of the better teams, the Milwaukee's of the world, but they play a lot of games close. They play a lot of games tight. And if we're thinking matchups, Listen, this is a test of lengthy guys that do we have the right defensive matchups to be able to slow them down or arguably, as we said in our full episode, can the Brooklyn Nets slow anybody down? Because the defense hasn't been great. 
Yeah, look, Toronto was boring last year. They're boring now. I don't know another way to put it. Like that's uh, that's just that's just what they are. They were boring last year. They fired the coach. They got rid of Van Vliet. They're still boring. I they're not terrible. Um, the same that they weren't last year. It wasn't like terrible. They yeah. it's just like sort of a different team. But they don't score a ton of points. They don't allow a ton of points. They play at a really slow pace. You know, they have guys who may or may not get traded in the future because mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to be what Masai wants to do. Yada, yada, yada. So I, I think that the Nets, this is a definitely a winnable game for the Nets. Uh, I love that it's at home. I think that's a good spot um, just to be in just in general. And so um, just having the game at home against them. I, I don't have like a million thoughts around Toronto. It's just that I just think that they just end up. It's so funny about how this ends up being with some of these teams. I, they're just a plotting team. And I, I think from that standpoint, actually, one thing that will I think it will be hard for the Nets to like totally crush them. Because like sometimes just pace of pace pace of play doesn't like lend itself totally to that, but just in general, I just think that like I don't know the game itself wouldn't have a ton of juice for it if it weren't for like some of these other scenarios. Well, I'll tell you right now, my, my thoughts on it. To your point, got to dial it up. Got to get the pace of play. Let's just assume that the Nets can can rain hellfire from three again, like they did against Chicago. Right? Toronto is not a great three point shooting team. They're among the worst in the league. So you can stretch it there. I think to me, what this comes down to, it's who who gives you a defensive performance that we haven't been able to hang our hat on to this point? Take somebody off the table, right? Make it a bad night for Pascal Siakam. Make it even if it's even if it's Dennis Schroeder, like somebody you need to take a guy that gives you 15, 20 points a night and say, oops, it's a really bad shooting performance because you pestered the crap out of him. If I'm Jock Vaughn, that's maybe what I focus in on. Everybody else, do what you've been doing all year. We need to take someone off the court. If we're talking about this margin of victory, somebody has to come up lame. And I mean, from a scoring perspective, not injury wise for Toronto in order for the Nets to get over. I, I don't know. I, I might do some blitzing action. I might do anything it takes that looks different. And I love the fact that against Toronto in late November, I'm like, listen, you got to come. You got to use some of your secret weapons here, Jacques, to really get this one. It's going to be fun. I think the Nets win this game. If it works out in the advance, great. But ultimately, as we said, just a ton of games to watch and be excited about. We'll be in for the post game as well. This is just awesome. It's exactly what I hoped for with this in-season tournament. And I'm glad Brooklyn is at least in a position that every single one of their games had real juice to it. Look, tune in, win or, law, win or lose. Got my verbs a little crossed okay. up there. Win or lose following this Raptors-Nets uh, game. Make sure you tune in to YouTube where we're going to be going live after every game. Uh, just we'll do a regular episode over there. Then we mix it up with everyone who's in there asking questions, whatever. It's just a good time. Make sure you're subscribed over on YouTube to make sure you get the alerts for whenever we go live after the game. Yesterday is not ours to recover, but tomorrow is ours to win or lose. Why, that's Lindy B. Johnson. Oh, one of the all-time great poets. Middle name Buford. Kind of a, kind of a terrible guy, too. Um, I think. Yeah, I'm not sure about know, that. Okay. Uh, we'll be back again after the game talking more Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Talking more Brooklyn Nets basketball. Basketball.